what? I'm a single mom. I've got three kids. It's 50 years old. What's my second act? What am I going to do? In 2014, Cara Romanic was selling pies out of the back of her SUV. Today, Mamie's pies can be found online and in thousands of grocery stores. Romantic has been on QVC 40 plus times. She's pitching ballparks, airlines, cruise lines, and has sold over a million pocket pies worldwide. How did she make the little pie that could? I'm Kristen Livingston with Bentley University, and this is how I made it. Every family has its own legend, or something legendary that's passed down generation to generation. For Cara Wetzler Romantic, class of 1985, that's been her mom Mamie's pie recipe. My mother was always known for her Macintosh apple pie, that nine-inch pie that she brought to every family gathering. And um, she always taught, she taught me how to make it. We'd be in the kitchen, rolling out the crust, and I would get all the scraps, and I'd spread them with butter and cinnamon and sugar and put them in the oven, and they'd bake along with the pie. So it's just something I've done all my life. Then when my daughter came home from school one day, and she said, Mom, we don't have enough money for the DJ, for the dance. What are we going to do? And, and my the way I am, I'm just like, well, we'll figure it out. I said, um, why don't we bring some of Mamie's pies into class, have the teacher call me, and I'll make as many as you guys need. And the teacher called, and she ordered 120. Fast forward about eight months. My daughter was a junior, junior, senior in high school, and I thought, you know what, I'm a single mom. I've got three kids. It's 50 years old. What's my second act? What am I going to do? And I just literally jumped into this business. I thought I've got a great product and um, I'll, I'll design some packaging. And I did that, sold my house, cleared out my retirement account and moved my kids and I to an apartment. Cara rented commercial kitchen space for eight hours a week. She picked the brain of the grocery store owner who'd helped her freeze pies for the school fundraiser to figure out exactly what it takes to package a product and get it on the shelf. Like universal product codes, those barcodes on every piece of food that goes across a checkout scanner. And I ended up selling my nine inch, my mother's nine inch pies out of the back of my SUV. And I did that for about a year. Um, and about a year and a half in, I was doing a tasting demo at a local grocery store. These customers would come up and they'd say, we love your pie. We had it at the holiday. It was absolutely delicious. But now it's March and my kids aren't home and it's just my husband and I. And we, we love your pie, but we don't want a nine inch pie sitting on the counter. Can you make something smaller? And for me, I don't like little pies in a pie tin with lots of crust mm -hmm. and not much filling. Mm -hmm. So I just started to Google shapes and pocket pies. And I came up with this idea of doing individual handheld pocket pies in the shapes of apples and blueberries and pumpkins. So in order to, to kind of justify it all, if I'm going to scale the business and, and how I want to grow this, I went to the fancy food show at um, the Moscone in San Francisco. For those of you not in the commercial food industry like me, fancy food shows are kind of a big deal. For thousands of dollars, you can rent a space and exhibit your product to big name stores and brands. I like to think of it like the Westminster Dog Show, except I swap the pugs and poodles for 
fruit and vegetables and meat and olive oils and pies. And it's a huge venue and the booth spaces are $10,000. And it, Did you have that? No, I did not. Yeah. So what I did is I joined this marketing group that, that would have tables there four, four feet by two feet. And that's all I had. Well, and you have it, a little pie. And a little pie's little table. <laughs> Perfect. And um, by the end of the show, I had QVC, Oprah, Stonewall Kitchen, William Sonoma. They were all interested. Large grocery chains. They couldn't believe they've never seen anything like this. Went home, knew that this was something I really, I had to figure out how to scale. And um, at the same time, the kitchen that I was using was closing. So I thought, okay, this is it. And at that same time, Oprah's team called and said, we saw these. Could you please send them to us? We want to taste them. And next thing you know, they said, we want to make these Oprah's favorite, but you need to be available through e-commerce. Yeah, you can't get a pie and you get a pie and you get a pie <laughs> if they're not online, right? You got it. You got it. So I literally, it was perfect timing. I stopped making the pies. I took the next year built out an e-commerce platform, built out a um, co-packing facility, mm -hmm. and uh, found a co-packer to make the pies. And we were named Oprah's favorite in the uh, August 17 O Magazine issue. And the next thing on the agenda was QVC. Tell me about QVC. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> it Scary. would be. Those it bright is, lights. It, it's... Um, I'm, I've always been a talker, um, but I never in a million years saw myself on QVC, ever, on TV. And so I did a training session with them, which is what you have to do in order to be able to go on air. And I did the class first and aced it, feeling really good about it. And then you go on set. And then there's the, it's not live, but all the cameras are there. You're with a real QVC host, who, by the way, are some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, and I bombed. Ugh. I did. Yeah. I did. I, I did not know what to say, even though I know my product and I know my business, like the back of my hand, I just couldn't get it out. You, you really have to think about who you're talking to, who your audience is, mm -hmm. and that you have limited time on air and you need to get across all the, the, the really important points about your product and I flubbed it up. And in the middle of it, I said, oh, can we start over? And they said, nope, keep going. And I thought, oh, my gosh, they're never going to let me on air. After after I got off my six minutes, they made me watch it. That's torture. It was complete torture yeah. <laughs> and critique it. And I watched with one eye closed and but listened. Mm -hmm. And um, then they had us do it again. And I had a different host this time. And I did it. I wasn't perfect, but I did a lot better. Well done. Yay. Yes. And yes. now I've been on over 40 times. And to watch Cara on QVC, you would have no idea that the night before her first taping, she was a wreck. She was dreading every moment, considering flying home. She's a complete natural. She's this warm person trying to feed you tiny pies. Who wouldn't want that? recipe is special to you. It is. These are my grandmother's recipes and my mom is Mamie and she taught me how to make them. So they're all classic ingredients. I do not change a thing. 
and it, it gets easier and easier every time. I never, my butterfly never goes away. I kind of like that, you know, because it's so exciting when you see that, that light go on the camera and uh, that red light and you're on air. But when you really think about who you're talking to, it's, it's my neighbor, you know, yeah. it's my friend. We're out back, we're over the fence, we're chatting. We're, we're just talking about, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, you know, this, this is such a great price, go here. You know, that's what you're doing. And we sell a lot of pies. And to date, we've sold um, over a million pocket pies. And so after Bentley, though, you were in finance. I was. I majored in economics. Um, I wanted to go right to um, Merrill Lynch, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. It took me till I was 50 to kind of put it all together. But I needed, to he- I needed to listen to my creative voice and give it as much credence as my sales and financial background voice. I, I, I really needed a way to put them all together. Yeah, but you did not have a business plan. I did not. <laughs> I did it. I didn't. Um, as I look back, my I should have followed my gut a lot more, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get older, you get wisdom and you get a little wiser. And so I, I followed my gut and I just knew that I was on to something. So I kind of did things backwards. Um, but now I've got a great plan and strategy. And one thing that I've that I'm learning is you have a great story and there's a million great ideas out, out there and when you have a great story it doesn't work unless you get a great strategy around it kind of the bottom line is you have to go into it wanting to build relationships so we're taking our success on QVC and the relationship that I've built with those customers it's wonderful they call me at home they leave messages for us. Um, how much they love um, they love the pies. It makes it brings back memories for them. And they're either bakers or their mother or their grandmother was a baker. So we built all these great memories, and I'm able to take that and talk to the grocery stores about it. But to actually hear a customer on voicemail and it warms my heart to hear their voices and how much they love our pies and what it means to them. I mean, food is so personal, right? It is. It is love. It is relationships. So this has been a family business from the start, yes. right? You had the kids in, at the oh tasting my gosh. tables. <laughs> I did. So we had our first, um, I think our first year in business was Thanksgiving, and it was the day before. So I had my two boys doing a demo together in Mill Valley. I had my daughter in northern part of San Rafael doing one, and I was downtown at that original store that started it all, um, housing the pie. So I was at that store. And um, we were selling them like crazy. And I would be leaving the store, and I would run to um, our kitchen, and I would get more pies and load them up in the freezers there, and we, we sold out. 
So we're finished. I get into the car. I drive to one store, pick up my daughter. I drive to the other to pick up my sons. And um, we're, we're in the car and they're just like, oh my God, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I can't wait to finally have a pie. We've been working so hard. And it dawned on me, we had no pies. We had literally sold out everything. So a I, blessing and a curse. It was. It was so. It was like we wanted this reward of our pies, yeah. and they weren't available. So um, I told my daughter. I said, "Here's um, here's some money. I'm driving to one of the grocery stores where I know there's a pie left." I said, "Take off your apron <laughs> and run into the store." And she bought one of our own pies, and we have the receipt to this day. Pumpkin. It's pumpkin, of course. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. I love that. I mean, and the pumpkin with molasses and brown sugar, and it's whipped. It's delicious. So what's next? Well, let's see. So we've got the grocery launch that we're just um, really excited about. Then we'll have our e-commerce platform um, set. We'll have our, our retail grocery. And the next frontier is food service. And we see Mamie's and food service pretty much endless. Um, the, the options are everything from cruise lines to airlines, um, Major League Baseball. Yeah. That's one of my um, really exciting things that I, I can't wait to do. I, and, you know, we all love baseball. Um, my dog's name is Fenway. Oh, what kind of dog? <laughs> English Springer Spaniel. No. My Fenny. He's, he's uh, 12 years old. Um, but he's he's Fenway because I love my Red Sox and I love Major League Baseball and I love apple pie and no ballparks really carry apple pie because it's messy. You need a plate and a fork and all that. Well, what about a handheld apple pocket pie, crust on the bottom and on the top it's handheld, shaped like an apple in a stand-up french fry container. It's grab and go. It's 100% American. Oh, what's more American than baseball and apple pie? Nothing. Nothing. Yep. We have a local minor, minor league team called the San Rafael Pacifics here in California and um, called the owner, said just what I said, baseball and apple pie. He said, yeah, let's do it. So I had my kids in the Pacifics gear, hand out samples. And then I said, guys, go back up around the fourth inning after they've had their hot dog. And we sold out every night. We all know that there are a million good ideas that never see the light of day, right? And I think it's because we, we have this idea and we see where we want it to go. And then we realize there's a thousand steps in between and it's overwhelming. And pretty much people say, oh, I just, I really can't do that. How could I possibly do that? So my best piece of advice is take two steps, only two. So once you take those two steps, guess what happens? The next two steps reveal themselves. And that's how you do it. It's two steps at a time. Don't get overwhelmed with it. Um, it's just like having kids. If somebody said when your child was born, okay, this is what's going to happen. These are the thousand <laughs> steps. You'd be like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Take this back. Exactly. But, <laughs> but you know, it's just like two steps and the next two are like, oh, okay, I get that. And that's, that's what I've done all along. And as I've done that, I've been able to create the strategy behind the story. You know, we've been in business for a little over five years but we're still a startup, and that's a good thing. One thing that I really, really love is when I started this business, uh, nobody came to me and said, here's a million dollars. And I think what happens is a lot of times you have a great idea. Somebody says, oh, I'm gonna back you, here's a million dollars. And then you kind of throw things and see what sticks. And you end up wasting money, 
and you end up wasting time. And I don't think you really know your business. Starting the way I did, selling my house, really making decisions strategically because if any, and you're always gonna make wrong decisions. There's always gonna be a hiccup or a bump. But I made them on such a small scale that they were easily fixed. Um, so I think that's a really important thing. Know your business, know it from, I know it from making the pie, sheeting, you know, sheeting the dough, staying in, you know, till two in the morning in the kitchen. In the uh, trenches. In the trenches. I mean, the stories I could tell you, the kitchen stories. Um, doing it that way and knowing your business inside and out and being strategic about the money that you spend and why you spend it, it pays off in spades as you go because you you can speak with authority about your business. There's never a question mark of should I do this, shouldn't I? Just like, no, I'm going to follow this path because it's 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 been the right way since I started. And I think it's just really important. And, and all along, you know, you do, you do a friends and family round. I, it was funny. I had friends saying, oh, I want to invest. And, I, and I'd always say, not yet. I have to know exactly what my next step is. I have to, I have to have my, my vision in the short run. I've always had a long run vision. Mm. I needed my short run next, next two steps. And once I got those, and then I moved on a little further, it's like, okay, now we can do friends and family. And that's a key to relationships, right? It is. Security. It, it is. Because what's most important, it's, yes, you want the money to grow. Um, but if it's a friends and family round, you want to make sure you still have those friends and family. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Speaking of which, what does Mamie think? My mother. Marilyn Wetzler was able to see Kara bring Mamie's pies to life, but she passed away in January of 2019. But I'm so happy that she got to see it. And even to the point where me on QVC, the hosts would always say hi to her. Hi, Mamie. And my mother would be at home watching. It was, oh. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I have great pictures of her with the pies. and That's fabulous. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. How I Made It is produced by me, Kristen Livingston, for Bentley University. Special thanks to Isabel Bader, Caroline Cruz, Jenna Floster, Molly McKinnon, Terry Cronin, and Pauline Carpenter, without whom this podcast just wouldn't exist. To hear more episodes, go to bentley.edu slash howimadeit. And to share your story of making it, send us a note at howimadeit at bentley.edu. To get your hands on a Mamie's Pie, go to mamiespies.com. That's M-A-M-I-E-S. P-I-E-S dot com. We'll see you next time. I had a big, huge bowl of huge. Because when you make, you know, when you're making in a commercial kitchen, and the, these bowls are big, and I had the, it was pumpkin filling. How, how big of a bowl um, are we talking? Oh, uh, gosh. Like I, a swimming pool? A um, small kiddie pool? A small kiddie pool that, that I could actually hold in my arms. And it was full of pumpkin filling. And I was coming out of the freezer with it. And I oh. went flying. It's like a pumpkin slip and slide. Oh, it was, oh, it smelled great though. <laughs> the whole kitchen was just covered. <laughs>